This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The State Department of Natural Resources and Conservation says there are 23 active large fires burning in Montana, with 101 new starts and nearly 36,000 acres burned over the last week. Nearly 1,300 fire starts have been tracked in Montana since the start of the year, burning over 105,000 acres. The largest active fire in the state is the River Road East Fire, which as of August 22nd was at just under 17,000 acres and containment. The fire burning near Plains has destroyed five of the 15 structures burned statewide this summer. An 80-megawatt solar array in South is now operating, rising the amount of commercial solar energy available in the state. Enlight Renewable Energy announced that its 600-acre Apex solar project, located along I-15 near Dillon, has been generating electricity since August 4th. The project was developed over several years by Clinera, a Boise-based company that Enlight acquired in 2021. The power generated by Apex is equal to the consumption of 13,500 households. Northwestern Energy, Montana's largest monopoly utility, will draw power from Apex for 20 years. Qualifying facilities are limited in output to 80 watts, The output of Apex matches that of MTSUN, a Billings Area Solar Project located Alkali Creek Road. A third 80-megawatt solar project will be located near Trident. It is seeking a contract with Northwestern Energy. Trident would be the first utility-scale renewable project with battery storage in Montana. Shareholders of the original Montana Club Cooperative Association have voted to authorize its board to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in an effort to allow them to reorganize, negotiate with creditors, and preserve the historic but financially strapped club for the thoughtful sale of assets as necessary and allow for the thoughtful sale of assets The vote was unanimous among the nearly 40 people in the room. There were also 30 proxies from among the 477 shareholders. Board President Charles Robison said the Montana Club Cooperative had been sued by the Montana City Club Building Condominium Owners Association. They are the other owners of the Montana Club Building They have been sued for nearly $500,000 in unpaid assessments and interest. A total amount is now $700,000. The Condo Association has asked a judge for a summary judgment. That decision is expected in October. In the meantime, the cooperative has put the Rathskeller Bar in the basement up for sale in hopes of raising nearly $600,000. The price tag that shareholders were told Tuesday night did not seem likely. They were told there have been queries about the Rathskeller from across the country, but most were from local groups. Cooperative members on Tuesday were presented with five options 
that the club could take in hopes of resolving its financial problems. Option one is allowing a court-ordered liquidation to proceed that would close the club. A second option, which would preserve the club, would be to sell the Rathskeller bar in the building's basement and the sixth floor where a dining room is located. The proceeds would be used to pay past due assessments and build a full kitchen on the second floor. The cooperative would then operate the club on the second and third floors. A third option would be to sell the club bar and restaurant to a new owner. A fourth option would be for the cooperative to collaborate with other building owners to sell the building to a new owner. This is similar to what has been done with the Baxter Hotel in Bozeman, the Hotel Finland in Butte, and the Wilma Theater in Missoula. A fifth option would be to have shareholders pay a monthly ownership assessment. If each of the 480 shareholders paid $20 a month, that revenue would sustain building and finance costs and repay the unpaid assessments. According to the website uscourts.gov, cases filed under Chapter 11 bankruptcy of the U.S. Bankruptcy Code are frequently referred to as a reorganization bankruptcy. The Lewis and Clark County Attorney's Office has dismissed all cases against all seven of the protesters who were arrested at the Montana State Capitol in April. Law enforcement made seven arrests after the April 24th protest in the House of Representatives Gallery, and Attorney Deanna Rothwell moved to dismiss the charges on all the protesters last week, according to court documents. The protest started in the House Gallery after Representative Zoe Zephyr, the Democrat from Missoula, the first openly transgender woman in the Montana legislature, was not permitted to speak on the House floor following comments she made when she told fellow lawmakers there would be blood on their hands if they voted in favor of a bill prohibiting gender-affirming surgery for minors. Protesters screamed, let her speak, and threw gloves with fake blood on them onto the floor from the gallery. During the protest, Speaker Matt Regeer requested the Sergeant of Arms clear the gallery and that members should clear the floor, while Zephyr remained with her microphone holding it up in the air. Days later, Republicans in the House voted to censure Zephyr for the remainder of the session. Rothwell's motion to dismiss vacated any scheduled hearings and exonerated any bonds, saying it was, quote, in the best interest of judgment. Republican House leadership condemned the action. Regeer, who leads the House, told the Daily Montanan on Tuesday that the motion was very disturbing. Quote, it's kind of a microcosm of the erosion of law and order we've seen, even just across our nation, where you can riot and shut down the Montana House of Representatives and nothing happens. As for what public access will look at in the next legislative session, Regeer says that will be decided in 2025. He said since the consequences were nothing, that puts a new light on safety for legislators and staff. Zephyr said in a tweeted statement Tuesday that it was a victory 
and she's grateful, quote, to protesters' dedication to democracy and overjoyed to see that the charges against you were dropped. The Montana Department of Environmental Quality on Monday announced that a Phillips Creek judge has said the state can immediately begin cleanup efforts after the owner of a Phillips County site disturbed the area with eight different unauthorized mining explorations. Zortman Landusky mine owner Luke Ployhar is accused of eight separate mining violations at the former mining site. It has been the site of a huge remediation project that will likely last forever. The Pegasus Gold Corporation went bankrupt more than 20 years ago, leaving state and federal officials to deal with the toxic effect of cyanide leaching, which collected gold while leaving an environmental catastrophe behind, according to officials. Officials with the state have said because of the geology of the region, water remediation will likely be needed indefinitely to protect the Fort Belknap Indian community. The Montana DEQ had issued Ployhar, the mine's property owner, citations and fines totaling more than $500,000. In June, the Fort Belknap Indian community, along with three conservation groups, also filed in district court to intervene in the case. The DEQ has also filed for penalties and a permanent order from the court to stop further activities and other penalties. A future court date by Phillips County District Judge Yvonne Laird has not been set. However, the judge's order issued last week grants DEQ the right to enter the property and begin remediation. According to Montana DEQ, Ployhar made eight disturbances at the former mine site. Quote, defendants did not have exploration licenses, operating permits, or post-performance bonds. The state regulators discovered the eight locations where Ployhar had restarted mining exploration. Ployhar says the disturbances were for developing, quote, several campground sites that will contain cabin, recreation vehicle, and tent sites. However, DEQ officials noted that Pohar did not provide any information or documentation to corroborate his claim that the disturbances were created for developing campground sites. The DEQ issued fines to Pohar and his mining company, Blue Ark, for over $516,000. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners now in 51 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, 31 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana news. I'm Jay Scott.
This is the Treasure State Radio Network.